Listen, we're we're not exactly on our game. There was like seven gunshots fired immediately yeah. after the last episode. <laughs> it wasn't like pop, pop, pop. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It, that yeah. was something automatic. I'm dude. just gonna, I'm just gonna. Well, I'm just gonna say, let's hope that the neighborhood kids down the street have a toy gun that sounds really real. <laughs> and with that, welcome to our football podcast, uncut from South <laughs> Philadelphia, baby. <laughs> Oh man, yep, Eagles fans, uh, telling you how it really is. That's family with a PH. Pouring the people a straight shot of top shelf sports talk. Uncut from South Philadelphia, this is the Family Football Podcast. Welcome back, family. Good to be back. It is one of those classic Philadelphia conundrums that I think we find ourselves in. Almost every, it's like a presidential term. Every four years. There's something, right. Yeah, we need another quarterback. Right, or or like some other thing happening. Like, And it's per sport, too. Like, it's happening with the Sixers. Like, it just happened with the Sixers getting hardened for Simmons. But the whole Simmons thing, that was your once every four-year fucking drama. Yep. You know, the Eagles had their T.O. days and, you know, you had Allen Iverson. Anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying is we have a smaller version of that with the Eagles, but we have one right now. Excuse you me. got a quarterback controversy. You do. Um, and, you know, and that's that's the thing. that the, the fan base seems divided on it. And, you know, half the people want them, half the people don't. And I think I speak for you in saying that we don't want them. We don't want them. I th- but but I think you're stuck with them this year. And I think we both see the other side of it too. In that we understand how some of you less savvy people could like him, and that's what don't makes try this- to be PC here. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't like watch the tape. But the, the thing is, but the thing is like it's one of those weird Philly things. It's one of those four, every four-year conundrums because we go out, we exceed expectations in the wins and the losses column, yet we really shouldn't be happy, which it's, that it's scares your, me. It's your classic sometimes quarterback doesn't get enough credit, sometimes he gets too much credit. Right. It's the classic and, and it's also your classic Howie's excuse two years from now situation will might be well that was so weird where we had this success without the quarterback. And don't forget good. how and that's why I screwed it up. Right. We're not gonna <laughs> buy that shit two years from now, Howie. <laughs> well and and don't forget that he likes to hold on to his draft picks. Uh <coughs> J Jaw being oh. the prime example of someone, you know, they're going to give them every opportunity to fuck it up. So, I mean, like, get comfortable with Rager because he's going to be here probably another fucking four years. They'll probably resign him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 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 Cue the crying child. <laughs> oh, that's my best cry. Yeah. Um, but I live in South Philly where gunshots go off between episodes so i don't <laughs> fucking cry we're at the uh, bulletproof at glass yeah but one more drop pass from rager and i'm in tears again so that's really that's a lie yeah well <laughs> so are the rest of us you better right? fucking start sh- shoving a lot of salt in your eyes to <laughs> absorb those tears right right or just bring out the kayaks to broad street yeah. there's gonna be a lot of them from a lot of people um 
Jalen Hurts, we're I think, you know, we pride ourselves here on, on giving it to you straight, and we've been telling you now for an episode and a quarter that we don't like the guy. I think it's time that we tell the people why. But here's the thing. So a good a good corporate manager, right? When they're giving you criticism, there's a there's a technique that I and I think I'd like to employ that technique. It's called the shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have Something good. I, I, I must have missed this in business school. <laughs> yeah, they don't teach the. Yeah. They don't teach the this shit. shit. Kids, you want to make it? Listen up. Yeah. Your employees aren't performing well. You feed them a the shit, shit sandwich, okay? Where you know it's a layer of good. The bread's the good part. Then there's kind of a layer of meat that's maybe not so good in there. Shitty meat. Shitty meat. But here's how the meat could be better. And then there's you know something else that they do well. So I'm gonna give you know Jalen. Uh, Mr. Hertz, if you will, uh, from uh, Channel View, Texas, right outside of Houston. Oh, nice, uh, nice high school drop. There. Yeah, don't know, don't know uh, what it's like growing up there, but I'm sure, I'm sure they they make you know Son of football a, a pretty uh, a pretty high priority and yep. and the athletic ability that you have and uh, you know instincts to feel pressure in the pocket clearly have been honed in since those days. And I will give that as the first. Well, I'll counter that because I, I agree with some of that, but <laughs> so hold on, hold on. The thing about this shit sandwich is like, this is, like a, <laughs> this is like a cat's fucking deli shit sandwich. Yeah. This is like a slice of bread. And then there's going to be like a fucking Pound and a half <laughs> of just moldy ass pastrami, and here comes the moldy ass pastrami <laughs> of this day. Here, here it goes. I think his two worst attributes are, and getting to counter your point, is his anticipation. He had a really, really good fuck off, fucking offensive line this year. He did. Oh, and we, t- and we talked and about that. And he last would, and, that, and that's Underrated. the thing. Yes. For sure. And he would bail on the pocket too quickly. I mean, that that's part of me. When he got that sprained ankle in the middle of the season, I was actually happy because it's like, you know what? Good. He's going to be fucking forced to sit back there and he's going to have to read the fucking defense and, you know, anticipate throws. He does not throw in the windows. This isn't college, dude. You don't have receivers at fucking you don't have cd lamb and marquise brown and, and better yet this is running wide this open. isn't college class you can't be fucking late that's what i see i see him being fucking and that's why he's bailing on whoa, the whoa, wait, wait, wait what do you mean uh, oh okay late i got you like gotcha. he's late like he's not seeing like the guy's yes, open right right and he's still got the ball or he's already ran out of the pocket one or the other is happening it, exactly he uses his legs. So, I mean, dude, hey, great weapon. You'd rather have a quarterback with escape ability. Right. You just right. would. So um, You I can't won't. depend on that. That's it. I mean, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson's maybe the best besides Vic to ever do it. But is Lamar Jackson going to fucking win anything? He doesn't throw good enough. Yeah, Period. That's a good point. He has, I mean, he point. has a better arm than Hurts. I mean, he, and he's more advanced as a passer than Hurts is right now. But, I mean, what troubles me is, you know, referencing Josh Allen here, you could see progress from week one of his rookie year to week 17. Jalen Hurts, you did not see progress from week one to week 17. 
He was the same guy the first same week of the problems. season as he was in week, the week 18, the playoff loss. If not, he fucking regressed regress in some areas. So should we make this sandwich a whopper just to be nice <laughs> and throw a slice of bread in the middle? Because... If Every, you want to bring some positivity, we could turn this into a, to, to a layered shit sandwich. Right, right, right. I think that's what we're going to have to do. Because um, with Hurts, I'll give him, like, my positive attributes for him are his is his athletic ability. Period. You're right. I mean, that's really it. And, and that's it. Really. And every good thing that I have, like, I'm just going to give you some examples of the good things before I layer on my bad things. Okay. Um, But... Did see improvement in one area. Not that it's a big area. Okay. But later in the season, I saw him protecting the ball a little bit more while he was extending the plays. Now, the problem is the guy shouldn't be extending the fucking play to begin with because he's got dudes open everywhere and he's got the time. And, and that's the thing. I think he has a developed pocket there. You need to step up into the pocket sometimes. You can't bail left or right every time. I actually think he does his lineman a disservice a lot. I think you're right, and it begs the question, why? Why is he doing that? And I have some answers for you. You ready? No anticipation. (laughs) That's basically what it comes down to. But I think it starts with being unable to identify the single coverage pre-snap. On a passing down, he knows he's throwing the football. So there's an example. I think I sent this to you the other week. There's an example. I was watching the All-22 tape of the second Giants game. It's second and 17 or something, right? There was a penalty. So the Giants are basically giving you seven yards. Now, the formation, Hertz has single back. He's got four wide receivers. There's two linebackers lined up right over the center in the A-gaps. There's a single high safety and man coverage across the board. So right away, like something that, like, me playing freaking Madden 2007 because I haven't done Dude, that shit forever because right, yeah. I'm an old-ass man <laughs> and I don't play video games no more. But me in that fucking game is audibling to, like, a deep comeback on the outside, yep. right? And he, like, literally has it called, and he just, like, drops back and, like, flubs it to the wrong spot. And, like, my thing is, like, dude, you could have done 20 different things with rerouting your wide receivers to probably make that a touchdown pass against and I that don't formation. Know. And by the way, I'm sorry I'm on a right here. And by the way, the linebackers, only one of them blitzed. The other one dropped in as a spy. He didn't even drop into coverage. He spied him. And it's like it made him nervous. And that to me was just the perfect example because then I watched the Washington game and it's just like Devonta Smith is open on that post route. Like ten times before right. he even yep. throws it. Yep, I know exactly. And he's just not seeing about. it. He and, he, and uh, I don't he, know if you ever learned to see it. That's the thing. He he doesn't go either in his. He doesn't do any progressions. He doesn't look. He doesn't and, get and, to number two even. Exactly. Exactly. If his first guy isn't open, that's when he starts bailing. He starts bailing out of the pocket, and then it's you know it's playground football after that, and you can't do that at the NFL level because that's when you start throwing across the field, you start turning the fucking yep. ball over. And, and all right, we're gonna throw one more slice of bread in there. That jump throw is pretty good. Like I gotta give it to him because. But how many times he, do you run into fucking game or even a around, season? Right, he's running around with the chicken with his head cut off, like because yeah. he's not playing the position right. But, like, every once in a while, it results in a pretty cool jump throw. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it gets you a highlight play. <laughs> and there are other plays. 
two or three and other gets, of those times, and apparently, it gets you a turnover. It, too. W- it wins you like about 35% of our fan base who are also the same people <laughs> yes. that we never hang out with. Yes. That's, right. That's what Oh, happens. he could do that. He's the one who could do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to he be, be great. The quarterback. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Unless he learns all of a sudden. So I was, the other thing is like. But part of that anticipation is. Just, I mean, the it's fact that he's being able to see it before the play happens. Exactly. I was. That's exactly yeah. where I was going. Is he doesn't see it before he knows? Like, all right, either you know, I go yeah. hot here, or I have time here because I, I got yeah. single coverage, and you know, perfect example. Defenses love to run bracket coverage in the red zone, right? So, like your best receiver, zone. you don't have to defend any field down there. Yeah, yeah. your best receiver, they're going to have a corner kind of lined up on his outside. Safety or another corner even line up on his inside. And if he goes to the inside, the inside guy's taking him. If he goes to the outside, the outside guy's taking him. It's pretty simple, right? But you have pockets. You have windows you have in there windows. that you have to hit. And like the notorious, if you remember from the Super Bowl, Seahawks Patriots where Malcolm Butler gets the interception. Yes. So you Devonta Smith, the Eagles run this play where Devonta Smith is lined up to Jalen Hurts' right. He's the closest receiver He's lined up in a normal receiver position. Then on the far right is Watkins or, or Rieger or another receiver, right? And what happens is the inside receiver runs the corner route and the outside receiver runs like a quick slant route, right? So <laughs> Jalen Hurts has three wide receivers with single coverage on the other side of the field that he just completely ignores, by the way, on this play. And you see, and you see it multiple times. He snaps the ball immediately looks to his right. So now he's only got those two receivers. Now, traditional quarterbacking is going to say, because you've got two guys lined up on either side of Smith in a clear bracket coverage before the play, and you've got one guy lined up head over Rieger, you know that they're playing zone just because you see the bracket before the play, but he doesn't see it. And so what happens is Smith goes to the corner, and the inside guy on Smith stays right where he is, and the guy lined up on Watkins slash Rieger, whoever it is at the time, goes to cover Smith. So he's double covered. And a lot of times, they actually fucking do, because he goes the to other Smith coach didn't too, is he didn't run a lot of fucking pre-snap motion. This coach runs a fucking shitload of it, which is good, because it should identify, if you're passing someone off as you go down the line, you're in zone coverage, dude. If yeah. he's going with him the whole way, you're in you're man. man. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Simple. Simple right. stuff. So, I mean, like, and it, but that's the thing. I don't even know when he does that if he's even realizing what the defenders are doing. Well, that's the thing. He's not. And that's, you know, on that particular play that I mentioned, this is what he misses the most. Rieger Watkins, that outside receiver, that's the two read. Uh, Devonta Smith's the one read. But you see he's double covered when he goes to make his move to the corner. Right. Right? Or, really, you you have until that point to throw the ball to the correct read, which is Watkins Rieger. But what he does is he hangs on to the – he doesn't see it beforehand. A good quarterback's going to see it beforehand, and what's going to happen is he's going to get the ball, and he's going to get that out, and he's going to go – Immediately. And, and now that yep. is one of the – listen – Fucking Russell Wilson got it wrong in the Super Bowl. So, like, you can't necessarily if you guess say, wrong, it's going the other yeah, way for six. Or if you're late, right? But, like, his thing is, like, you know, Russell Wilson at least throwing it to the right read. He's a little bit late. Right. Because he's, he's the guy get double covered. Right. 
Right. And, I mean, the coach is a fucking idiot. For Hertz is run. putting it up for into double coverage. He's practically getting intercepted. And he's doing it consistently. Not to mention that this whole time, through everything that I've just been ranting about, this play, this picture I've been painting, this motherfucker's got three wide receivers on the opposite side of the field that are all single coverage. Right. One of them's Goddard, and you know he's beat his man. And it just... He wow. looks for Smith too much sometimes. And like you said, and it's because, you know, well, the stuff he's been going over. Because, because he doesn't recognize what he's looking. He doesn't right. And he can, he doesn't. He doesn't. And that's it's when like he starts running on around. the Tampa sidelines. Right. He can't, can't read. And I think, I mean, when you look at the coach's play calls, you know how we were bitching in the first episode, how they go fucking horizontal too much. They do. It's because there's no thought in that. Just get it out to the outside. Boom. Exactly. Boom. And All they do you're it right because to... you're protecting the quarterback. Yeah. All you're asking him to read is the is the defensive end and whether or not he should hand off the ball or throw the screen pass. And sometimes he doesn't even get that right. Yeah. I, no, no he, he does. He botches that a lot. And I hate when he's back there, too. Um, like you said, he did get better with that as the season went along. But... The whole, he holds the football like Vic did with one hand. Yeah. And he he got stripped a lot. And there, there was a lot of times he recovered it too. But um, he, he definitely lost some lost some fumbles there. And he was prone oh, that. He but was, he, he did he, get better, yeah. to his credit. He, he, got, he got a little bit better throughout the season. But, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I haven't even started with the actual mechanics. The crow hops. I mean, it's one, because he knows uh, he doesn't have enough arm strength. Man. And, and I mean, right. you, you don't crow hop unless you know you need every oomph <laughs> in your fucking body to get that ball to where it needs to go. And, and the like for those of you that don't know, like the ins and outs of evaluating quarterback footwork, like generally guys that are bouncing around all over the place, like all you got to do is go watch Tom Brady and how flat his feet are and yes. how quick the ball comes out. That's when your, your feet are bouncing around, your head's bobbing up and down and moving, and you never get an accurate throw. You're yeah. either going to be low or high, and high means picks. Yeah, and and inconsistent is a sure thing yes. if, if that's what – and he has a lot of that going on. One of the worst things that you see is the heels clicking on deep balls, and you see him leaving him short because what he does is he tends to almost do the jump throw like at the end of his deep ball. And it's crazy because, listen, does are there throws where he puts it on a rope or shows touch? Yes. They're but few and far between, though. Exactly. They really are. So few and far between. And you can't do that at the NFL level and expect to have any sustained success at all. You just can't. So... It brings me, <clears throat> this brings us to a, uh, a crossroads. <laughs> Here Another we are. Another layer of shit or a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, we're, we're basically, at this point, the sloppy Joes have melted through the paper plate. <laughs> They're staining the picnic table and everybody has left the building. In, in need of uh, <laughs> solid plates. <laughs> there's, there's, uh. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. The Eagles have the 15, yeah. 16, 19. Mm-hmm. And unlike most draft years, it looks like some of these guys will actually fall. Who do you like? Anybody? Um, Anybody if they fell to 15. If they fell to 15, first off, someone will trade up for one of them. Um, everyone People, almost I always think, does. Are already saying that the Panthers like Pickett. Pickett, yeah, because they had he has that um, rule 
recruited him at Temple um, when he was here. So they have that connection. But um, do I like any of them? No. Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, just even the stuff that I've read and even just watching the Senior Bowl, the Willis. I really wanted to see Willis when he – and right. just everything. There's a lot of his potential atri- bottle yeah, up in his, and, and, I mean, how many quarterbacks have come in with, oh, he's got, the, he's got all the tools and right. he's when, – when you're not accurate at that position, you're dead. Right, and that's one of the things that and, struggle with and, his accuracy and smart. Yeah, and, and yeah. just, just yeah. being able to—I don't know what the word because I think even with, 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 even with the getting getting the football IQ down, um, I I think you can kind of acquire that with years of experience, especially at the at, at the NFL level. But I mean, accuracy is damn near fucking impossible to teach. It really is, um, and if you're not accurate. I mean, the chances are that you're not going to be accurate. And you hear these guys all the time. It's like, oh, he can, he throws the ball great. He runs it great. Um, but like the results aren't there. And if the results aren't there in college, what the fuck do you think like stepping up another level is going to do? Like the comp, the game's faster at the NFL. Level. These guys on the fucking defensive line are as fast as you, if not faster. So, I mean, you can only rely on athletic abilities so much, and you're eventually going to age, too. You're, Lamar Jackson's going to lose his wheels at some point. You know, Randall didn't. He adapted with the Vikings. Now, granted, he had Chris Carter and Randy Moss that year, but Helps. one of the all-time, yeah, one of the all-time offenses not, ever. Not sure anybody's getting that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Philly Randall. Outlier. Yeah, but um, eventually your wheels Go. Yeah. And you you're going to have to be able to beat people to the great pocket. Qu- and you see the, the quarterbacks that play that way from the pocket, the all-time greats, you see them lasting well into their careers. Exactly. They They're not that. running it right. They don't they, they don't have to. Now, Mahomes does it, but he's not like he's not overly fast. Yeah. Uh, but And his ass can sit back there and pick you apart. So, right here, so here's the thing. I get to thinking, right, organizations like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. They need a quarterback now. Roethlisberger's retired. Yes. I. They picked Desmond Ritter in like the 20s, and something tells me he ends up being great. So if the Eagles took him at 15, would he be good? You know what I mean? Right. Like it's one of those things where I think I, I'd see the flip side of it. Now I've watched now. I think I am one. I of- would demand a fucking no that if that was Howie's pick. Or if that was the scouting department's pick. I would fucking demand it now. Because that's the thing. If it's the scouting department and they like a quarterback, okay, um, go. Yeah. Develop them. If not, that's on you. If it's Howie trying to pull one of his fucking Howie moves, I'm out. I'm out. Because I've heard, I was reading stuff where he was really like looking at the quarterbacks. And I was, that's a, the, my first thought he was. He went to. And he had he was during all the quarterback drills. He was right there. He was right there during all the quarterback and drills. And that scares his shit. And out of me. he went to the Pitt North Carolina game. Yep. He had the binoculars. And he yep. went to the yep. Ole Miss Liberty game. So he watched Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett duel. He watched Malik Willis Corral. and Matt Corral yeah. duel. Now, if Corral falls to us at fifteen, I'm taking him. <sighs> That I'm, is a I'm guy. Taking a shot. I'm taking a shot. I might. I'd be. That would be the one guy I'd be okay with. I, I like think. his heart. 
I like his heart. I, I'm, that's another thing. I'm sick of the heart thing. I can't stand the heart. Yeah. And that's another thing you hear about Hurts. Oh, he's a winner. Well, what the fuck is he won at the NFL level? I was what? Say, Tell me. Yeah, that he didn't really win at the college level either. <laughs> Tua bailed his ass out. He's a hard worker that is yeah, got him. Give me a break. There's work a ton smarter, of hard workers. Work smarter, not harder. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I like I like Matt Corral just because I like the the. I mean, the things that Lane Kiffin said about him are not that Lane Kiffin, like, I worry a about his stock, but they were pretty glowing. And, and just the, the year that he had, I mean, I need to, I haven't heard much about what he looks like after that injury, but I liked watching this kid play. I also like some of the stories I heard about him. Like, uh, he's a, he's a California kid and, uh, oh, shit, yeah. they tried to send him to this like super rich high school with like famous kids, famous people's kids. Right, he, like the the story is that he was there for like two weeks and just like got in a bunch of fights. And stuff. <laughs> guys, these guys are these guys are tools. Right, you right, know, right. Get uh, me out of here cool. and go back to my old school. Oh fuck you yeah, know. Man. And then he goes to Ole Miss and lights up the SEC. So he's at least playing against full speed, which you can't say that. Well, the for, year before he didn't. The year is. before he had, he wasn't on the NFL. Right? I mean, he just he made a lot of. Pro- I mean, right. he was probably like a mid round pick, but he elevated himself to. I think he probably will be a first round pick at some point, and I would actually be okay. He would be the one quarterback. It's really the one quarterback by default because he wasn't at the fucking senior bowl. <laughs> none of them really lit it up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. he could have went there. And I, I think his draft by not – his draft stock by not being there improved. That's interesting you say that. I, I kind of thought some guys – I thought some guys raised their stock. Like, so interesting. Sam Howell is the youngest quarterback out of all these guys. He's 21. I thought if you looked at the early mocks from late going into this year, they had him as a they top had 10 him pick. as a top 10 pick. I thought at the remember Super who he was Bowl, throwing to though, right? He had Carter, J- Michael Carter, Javante Williams, and he had those two kids on the outside. Brown was one of them, and there was another receiver that was that's on an NFL team now. I forget the kids. Name. Um, um, I liked him. Yeah. I don't think he's on an NFL team, though, anymore. One guy, the Redskins, I think it's Noah Brown. I think that's his name. Oh, he's no, on the Redskins, and he's a, he's a deep threat. He's a, good, he's a good player, but he had four starting caliber NFL skill position players. He basically just threw deep balls. So I saw a bunch of their games last year. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, me, the, the resident Sam Howell expert. But, <laughs> but, I mean, he just threw deep balls. Good arm, I mean, but he's just... Does he know how to read a defense or any of that shit? And yeah, that's that's kind of a pop gun college offense too. Daz Newsome. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daz yep. <laughs> I yep. had to yep. I had to look it up yep. because I knew it was a sweet name. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty cool name, yeah. Daz. Oh, dude, there's a guy this year coming out. His name's Charleston Rambo. How fucking oh, fuck awesome yeah. is that? Dude, you take him. If he's around. I don't care. He, <laughs> if not, he's a priority for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking just strictly at the senior bowl, I thought that Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell were actually somewhat impressive. Now, you have to keep in mind at the senior bowl, no one's allowed to blitz. Right. And every, so everybody's dropping into coverage. Like, nobody's open. And regardless of that, Sam Howell was running for his life the entire time. The defensive ends at the Senior Bowl lit it up. 
Yes. And yep. yep. Strong defensive line. Guys. Right. And so I liked how I actually thought that, you know, Sam Howell with his legs, he moved pretty good. And him He's being athletic, as sneaky young athletic. as he is, if there's a guy that maybe I'd take a shot on, you know, that 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 second round is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was about, about to say, not with one of my first three um, picks. I don't even think I would waste a second round pick on a quarterback, dude. I think you have so many more Positions I mean, of need. Plus, yes, if you especially look at, on that. I mean, you really it's need. Not because Jalen Hurts is good. Is good. Let's put. Let's be clear about that. Right. 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 <laughs> and it, it, I do think, like in free agency, I, I expect them to add. Like I expect them to add a, a veteran wide receiver for sure. Um, we can eventually get into that later, but yeah, a lot of good guys out there. Allen Robinson, Godwin. Yeah. Um, now there's well, there's going to be free agency strategies uh what we're talking about for the next episode we're going to dig into yeah how we want to approach this knowing that we're probably not so high on Jalen Hurts no but not so high on the options but i mean that's that's right and i think that's the conclusion you got to take from this is you know that's what you got to look at is who's going to give me a better chance to win this year. Is it going to be Jalen hurts or is it going to be one of these four or five guys? Yep. And that's what we'll talk because about. Because I think if you, if you draft one, especially in the first round, I mean, chances are, is he going to play right away? No, but it's going to be, it's not going to be the win situation because hurts is in a mental pussy. I, and, right. Game. Right. You got to at least so, do that. But I mean, like <laughs> at the same time, that's going to affect how he plays because he knows that kid was drafted to take his job, especially if you take Could competition be good for Jalen Hurts? I don't think so. Not at this level. Not at this point. It ain't college, man. No, yeah. you can't. You can't. And, and, and you got to have, you got to be like, you're you're my guy. I mean, yeah. give me, I, I would challenge, I mean, so, give, give me a, a, a scenario yeah. where that actually worked. Right. The Eagles have, so they got 15, 16, 19, 51, 83, 121, 153. Yeah, treasure chest couple, of picks, A couple man. more at the end. If they use all of those picks to make this team better around Jalen Hurts, which now we're looking at, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode too, we're looking at some pretty, pretty serious talent on the defensive side of the ball that we could really fill out. You hope if they draft well. Yeah, we've talked about the offense looking good as it is. So here's the thing. If you go hit on four of these top 153 picks and they come in and these guys are great, and Jalen Hurts just lays a flat one. Where does that leave you? What does that look like? What do the 2023 quarterbacks look like? What's the best way to play this out? All of that and more coming up next on the Family Football Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, fuckers. <laughs>